fuck. People are going to see what I look like while I, while I talk. I don't know. I just feel like a fucking trash bag. I just left my apartment for the first time in 48 yeah. hours, uh, which is why I was like, can we postpone this an hour so I can just... Um, fuck i i just like needed to be outside i i walked outside for like 50 minutes just like in the rain i don't know it was weird dude it's, it's fucking, fucking weird, weird man we live in the apocalypse dude, we live in the end welcome, welcome to the xyz podcast uh the podcast about uh entertainment and the creative I, process I'm Eco, uh i'm today, I'm Zach. I'm the Z. Uh, today the X is is we're live, we're live streaming, streaming now. That's what it's gonna be. I don't. I'm not letting. I'm not letting. You could make the easy thing of like the X today is the coronavirus. I'm not doing no, that. No, we're not doing that. We're not giving no, it that. It's power. the live stream. It's not it a is guest the live stream episode. factor. It is the live yeah. stream. Yeah, that's the that's the factor. It's not the factor that we're socially isolating yourself. No, no not, <laughs> at all. not at all. Social distancing. This is very yeah. close, as you can I, see. We're I very watched... close to each other. We're just right on top. Yeah, yeah, we're we're right on top of each other. We're literally in the same building. Uh, I am one apart, one <laughs> one room above you, and this is a actual physical representation of our distance. It's not that you live uh, downtown and I don't. I live in uptown, and uh, you know we're very we're in the same proximity. There's a spiral staircase yeah. right there. I'm uh, right. I'm right down there. I could just yeah. go look down right now and we'd see each other yeah totally yeah we're just doing this for fun we're yeah, just yeah. yeah hey man yeah what's how's up it going? man how's it going yeah <laughs> yeah it's going good yeah yeah this is just this is just for fun we're just doing this for fun uh <laughs> all right so uh so what, oh, are, what are you watching now what's the what's going on what do you oh, what do you love watching jesus uh Oh, I love watching. Yeah. I've been watching the Umbrella Academy. I'm behind. Um, I know that came out like a year ago. Well, like less than that, but it came out. Oh, a while I mean, ago. I'm like behind, behind. I don't like. I don't remember what that is. Oh. That's a. It's like a Netflix original. It's based off a comic book that I am a fan of, which is why I procrastinated on it because I was like, I want to reread the comic first, and I just never got around to rereading the comic. Uh, and now I've had the time to reread the comic. And it's a good comic. And now I'm watching the show, but I'm very slow at it. It's like, so the idea is it's like a bunch of kids and, uh, they were all adopted by this like weird, crazy rich guy. And they all have superpowers and he turns them into a super team. And then this is 20 years later. So they're all like 30 year old adults. Um, they're all fucked up. They're like not friends. Any, they're not really, they all kind of hate each other. They hate their father. Uh, Ellen page is in it. She plays a lot of violin. Uh, there are spoilers about her that I know from reading the comic and I don't know how they're going to go about it through the TV show. And I've just been watching a lot of movies too. I've been watching a lot of movies. I watched uh, contagion last oh, night. Oh yeah. 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 You said, um, you mentioned that before. Yeah. Just for yeah, fun. Maybe you were like, yeah, you're thinking maybe you weren't taking everything seriously enough. So, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know if I'm taking that. I don't know. It's more of like, it hasn't really dawned on me. Like what, the future could be right now i don't know yeah. the, the nice thing about that movie is i watched it and it didn't seem like it seemed like that was so much worse than it could be right uh it like made me take stock and just be like a little bit grateful uh i don't know and it also yeah it was a worse i don't know i don't want to i don't want to minimize what this thing is <laughs> uh 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they use the phrase social distancing, which I had never heard of before. Until uh, yeah, until in, in, until this everything that's going on now, um, and fuck. Uh, sorry, I, I'm I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, but I've seen that movie before, so obviously I've heard the phrase social distancing. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. What are you up to? What are you, I've seen you like posting a lot of videos of like playing music. Yeah. I mean, I just started doing, I, you know, um, I just started doing that. I'm still figuring everything out. Like the, um, uh, the streaming aspect and, um, just the audio and everything. I'm, I'm figuring everything out. It's not like, you know, it's, uh, I'm just fucking around at this point. Um, I haven't, I don't have anything concrete. I'm just improvising, creating, uh, the drum thing was just literally, I mean, the audio was terrible. I expected it to be better, but the audio was pretty terrible. <laughs> um, and then the, the loop thing was pretty cool. Um, I realized that I played kind of very sloppy time because <laughs> everything was not in time the way I expected it to be. So that, that was the thing. Uh, I was like, I yeah. probably should have a click to that. Um, I also, uh, I'll probably be looking at doing that like through more a computerized thing with now that I have this live stream set that like I kind of understand. So I'll be trying to do that maybe with more with Ableton, more of like live looping instead of, um, it's, well, better, like different live looping, like more computer assisted, different tonalities and everything. And also um, try to do some ambient stuff with that too. So yeah, that that's kind of the music stuff that's been going on. I saw you just post that list of that um, ambient music. Everyone should check that out. If anybody, I don't think anybody's watching this, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I have it like up there and there's a part of me. Oh no, there it says one view. I bet it's me. I bet I'm the one view. Uh, let me see. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Now I'm hearing everything. No, I'm turning the sound off. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm like really like weirdly socially anxious about this fucking thing. And I feel like I have like a pressure to perform all of a sudden. No, it's... Um, <laughs> Stay with me, man. Uh, Sorry, I I I saw. Sorry, no, I'm with you. Uh, I saw that you posted that list of like ambient music you made. Uh, Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I don't know. That sounds really common. I love some good. I don't know. We need some good music right now. I feel uh, when I was walking. Yeah, I'm the one viewer. That's what I'm realizing. When I was walking, I was just like listening to music and just like getting really into it. I mean, by the Uh, way, like um, probably a lot of times these things are scheduled, so like. The fact that we didn't schedule or announce anything is, you know, whatever. It's probably why. No, I, I kind of don't want anyone to be watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's like 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 blessed. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm really weird and antsy about this. Um, uh, I should really just turn that screen off and not okay. look yeah, at I'll, that. I'll, I'm just I'll gonna. Up if, yeah. Okay. Cool. Let me know if anything happens. Yeah, I'm also just gonna... uh, fuck. I'm like very easily distracted and obviously just like, I don't know. If you I mean, let's, let's update the crowd, the, the world, uh, what's, what's going on. Uh, I don't know. I'm working from home. Uh, so I haven't been leaving my apartment. Um, I had to like buy a desk, mm-hmm. uh, because I don't have a good workspace <laughs> and now I do. Nice. Yeah. Uh, critical. Uh, yeah. So like, I haven't been seeing people. We do like these like daily check-ins sort of thing 
we do like a daily meeting, but I never turn the video. This is the first time I've actually turned the video on, uh, on this computer. Cause I never turn the video on. Cause I'm like, I just want to, I don't want anyone to look at me during these meetings. <laughs> I don't want them to see that. I'm not actually paying that much attention. I'm paying some attention. I want to be clear, paying some attention, but sometimes I'm just like, you know, it's, it's better if I just do my work and I can, I don't know. Uh, uh, so you're you're still going in the office? Uh, no, at least this week. I mean, like, start it started to actually sink in that this could be freaky, so I just stayed. Um, yeah. I, my boss is still working on the remote box. It hasn't gotten there yet. Um, he just had like a a minor setback today of like it just didn't work. He's like trying, still trying to figure that out. Uh, I've been just staying home, and um, to be honest, I would rather be working actually in some a little bit, but like. So are you not doing even any work at at home? I can't. Like You're I can just, think about st- oh, I can yeah. think about stuff, right? Um but but like to really accomplish yeah. anything I have to like go and code. And like the code is oh, I have to be able to like reach my files. Access the box. Yeah. 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 That okay. Yeah, that does suck cuz it is I I will say like it is kind of nice to be able to just like be doing something at least for 8 hours a day. Yeah. I'm almost more productive here. Uh is what I'm learning. Yeah. In some ways I'm less productive, in some ways I'm more. Yeah, I that's a hint uh, to employers. It's like, yeah, I I it's um the way I probably will be is just like I'll probably be I'll probably be like uh I'll probably be more productive because the thing is like some of some of what I had to do is like kicking off jobs and babysitting and it's like you I don't want to do that from the office it's just like dumb yeah so I can babysit that thing and like still enjoy like me time and like watch TV or something um like in the off hours like to do the equivalent thing just with the office I would have to either have to stay at the office and watch it and and um and watch the jobs and then watch TV on the office like. Um, on my monitors, which actually, like, my machine is old enough that I can't actually do that because, it, like, oh, that the, um, the Chrome and the, the Firefox versions are too old, so I can't actually do that. So, um, so at least currently, I can't, I can't do that at the office. Yeah, or I would kick off a job and like run back and forth to the office every like three hours or something. So yeah, it's it's a definite plus to be able to do that from home. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're learning just like as a society that there's so many of the jobs that people have are things that they could literally just be doing in their own. I don't know. It's going to be weird how this like whole thing affects our culture yeah. in general. Yeah. Like we're learning that like, you know, grocery store employees are essential. Yeah. Uh you know, we're learning that a lot of these like labor jobs that like we 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 kind of have taken for granted are things that are, you know, essential to make to have the system run. Yeah. Uh, we're we're learning that like paid sick leave is like essential for. I mean, people knew this, but like the government didn't always, or at least the laws weren't uh, that like paid sick leave is like actually. Um good for public health it's good for like the 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 community as a whole i don't know and then we're also just learning that yeah like so many jobs uh, that you keep seeing like i feel like i've seen a tweet been running around like uh i guess we're about to learn just how many of those meetings could have been an email uh yeah which yeah (laughs) i don't know uh it's it's gonna be interesting like how this affects i don't know work from home culture yeah because it's Uh, i mean it is yeah it is for sure because like reinforced to we're trying it because we have to 
and I agree about like the other the workers that delivery and all that and the grocery store workers. Yeah, they are essential. I just like I think in a t- it's funny in a time like as we get more like automated and digital, it's almost like those people become more valuable than like the knowledge workers or like computer workers at at some point because if you automate enough, you just automate your own job out of existence in some sense. Yeah. But like the physical stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, you you still okay? You can automate part of it because you can have potentially robots and stuff. But it's still, I think, going to be pretty highly, um, highly manual. Like anything. Th- yeah, we're not there with robots yet. We're not. Yeah. We're not Westworld level right yeah, now. They yeah, can't, they can't like build stuff in the. They can't build like custom things, right? And they can't like no. stock shelves yet. At least not cheaply. So. Not yeah, not not in a sense like in a sense I I mean I'm sure they they have that somewhere in like Amazon uh, warehouses, but they don't have that for like every grocery store on the street, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I just saw a whole thing. I just like read something about apparently like a case came down in an Amazon warehouse and they didn't close the warehouse and apparently a bunch of people went on strike. So that's I don't know. I don't know. Because that's like another thing is like there are people working in Amazon warehouses and right now we depend on delivery and we unfortunately depend almost on this giant company. Uh, uh, yeah. And so we are finding out that I don't. Know, I have an Amazon order up right now. Uh, I, I'm getting I'm getting video games. I, I texted you about this last day. Wait wait. Video, uh, so say that again. Video what? I'm getting video games. Oh, video games, yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have, like, a good thing I can play Steam on or, like, a good PC or anything I can really download games. So I'm getting Grand Theft Auto V and Shadow of Mordor, uh, which are hopefully good. I don't know. But those aren't going to come for a while. So, like, I just – I started – you and I were talking last night. You were, you were starting the Bioshock games. Have you started them? Yeah, yeah. I started Bioshock 1, uh, the remaster edition, and, dude, it is a pretty game it's it's great yeah it, like i remember it being pretty but at the time it was it was a decade ago uh yeah how, how i bet the remastered version so much more yeah i i shifts. i don't i don't i need to go back and compare because i've never played the original um so i'm only playing the remaster now I, I would be really interesting to see what the the original version looked like um yeah i'm enjoying the story so far it's not like i'm only maybe the first i've only gone past the first level but I, yeah. you know, I remember, man, just going, the water in the new one looks so good. It's like the water effects. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for you to get to, cause like, I think Bioshock one is, is it's a masterpiece, but like infinite is infinitely better. <laughs> I don't know. Like infinite is just like, it blew me away. But Bioshock one, I like, I, I borrowed it from a friend in high school and I got sick and I just I stayed up all night because I knew I wasn't going to school the next day because I was sick. And maybe this isn't what you should be doing when you're sick <laughs> and not going to school. But I literally just stayed up and finished it in one night. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know my parents looked at me a little askance that time, and they're like, "Whoa, you're you're sick. <laughs> what are you What are you doing?" Um, but it's a good game. Like it's like that. It, that's how good it is. It's like fucking bingeable. But then, oh boy, oh Infinite, you're gonna love Infinite. I don't know how Bioshock Two is. I don't know because I don't know. Are you playing that one? Or are you gonna play that one in between? Yeah, I'm gonna. It's supposed to be. That's okay. supposed to be the order, right? It's it's supposed to be two, one. I mean, two and Infinite. I I don't feel like I missed anything. Okay. Bioshock Infinite, you can play without having played any of them. 
uh, it barely references Bioshock One, and when it refer oh, when it references Bioshock One, oh, 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 that's when it gets good. I don't want to spoil anything okay. for you. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy for you right now. <laughs> I'm so happy you get to play that game. Um, I started right after I texted you about that. I started playing. You, you ever played Dishonored? No, I heard great things about that game. That's like that's pr- probably on the list. And like if if this goes really deep, that's on the list. And I think Mass Effect is on the list too. Yeah. Oh, I think Mass Effect is going to have to be on my list if this thing goes deep. I heard a thing a few days ago. It was uh, the New York governor, Governor Cuomo, yeah. talking about how the worst of this virus, the worst of all this will happen in about 45 days. So if you think about that, if we're fucking in our houses now, if we're socially isolated now, Oh, this is me dooming. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to doom. Uh, I don't want to be negative and pessimistic, but that means that we might be stuck for months, you know? Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. There was an article that was said, you know, not, not to also again be doing, I don't believe this as, as the number because there's various things that can happen along the way, but if you kind of take yeah. it naively, it could be 18 months, which would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be yeah. crazy. I don't know. But I mean, that's the thing though, is if we like scare ourselves and, and then it turns out to not be that bad, that was the whole point of scaring ourselves, yeah, to right? to make it not as bad actually. Yes. That's yeah. yeah to, to put us, you know, to, to get us to take it seriously and to not spread it and to make it not that bad. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess it's, it's almost better to be, be doom and gloom about it because like it's better to be wrong than to have, I mean, there are people who are like going off to spring break right now in Florida. Right, yeah. It's, it's better than that. Yeah. <laughs> better than to have been, you know, uh, to have gone out to spring break and like fucking did not paid attention to any of this. And then you are causing the spread of the disease. Uh, every, if anybody is listening to this, which I believe the number is still, yep. Just just you. Me. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Stay home, stay home. Non-existent. Stay home. Me. You hear that? Zachary, stay home. You are succeeding right now. Succeeding. I'm really succeeding. I'm really. My audience, he's he's paying attention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This live stream thing is weirding me out. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna stop looking at that. Yeah, now. let's go um, to. Um, I mean, what are you? So let's. What are we all watching? So I I um I binged. The, yeah. Well, what are you? What are you watching? I binged the Mandalorian. Finally. The Mandalorian. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you did that like all in one day. Yeah, it it was bingeable in yeah. one day. Like, let's be honest, it's not it, very long. It very much is. Yeah, I just remember you texting me for the password to watch. It. Yeah, <laughs> and then about and then about like five hours later, you're like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Baby Yoda. But yeah, what would you think? It's great. Yeah, I liked it. Mandalorian. It was like, yeah, it was sometimes predictable and like. I mean, it had its ups and downs in terms of, like, quality, but it was overall very good. I, You know, like, the downs in quality weren't, like, bad. They were just like, oh, okay, that was an episode. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know. I never really, like, hated it. I, I liked it the whole way through. I enjoyed myself. Like, at the worst, I was like, yeah, this is another episode. And I was just glad to have an episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I binged it as well. I watched it, I think, right around the time the last episode came out. So, like... Yeah very bingeable yeah i don't know it's it's just what i want from star wars right now because i don't want them shooting for the moon i want them to just give me fucking space adventures yeah and it's i feel like they're shooting for the moon and with the we're gonna bring the the emperor back and we're gonna 
the force in the world is ending and yep now there's a whole Sith planet. You know, I don't yeah, know. yeah, we covered that, and it was like I'm just yeah that last movie. I'm like Nas, man, Nas. It, it's like yeah, those little moments of character drama are like really what make it. You know. Do you have a favorite episode um, that you remember? Man, so many. It's like uh, so you know. Obviously, I remember the fir- okay. So remember the pilot. It's like okay, very space western. It's like oh, that's Baby Yoda. Okay. Then the, th- the second episode with the job was interesting. The third one was like him giving up the kid, but then going back for it. I was like, uh, predictable, but still yeah. satisfying. Still yeah. satisfying. Then he goes on the run. I mean, I think I pretty much remember all of it. Then the next he goes on the run to the um, to the you know tropical planet with the in- with the. Is that the one where he has to protect the village with Gina Carino? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I really like that one because it just like feels like a nice little one-off episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they do the thing where they have to take down the ATT. Oh, ATST. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you call it, the ATST, yeah, the Walker. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I uh, yeah, and like yeah, love Gina. I, I never I never saw her in anything else before that, but um yeah, Gina is really cool. So yeah, yeah. Hashtag celebrity crush. You know. But sorry. I just got multiple messages and I was very confused and I was worried it was a live stream. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. paying attention. So you're not, you're <laughs> you have a, you have a, you have a crush on, on Gina Carino. Yeah, Is that yeah, what yeah, yeah. A little celebrity crush. Little, I little get hashtag. it. She's very crushable. Yeah. Mm, hashtag, hashtag celebrity crush. Hashtag, um, and hashtag eco loves Gina. <laughs> eco and Gina sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. First comes oh love. Oh my god. Then comes oh my god. Right, I'm done. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It's like, this is actually happening. We can't edit it out. Uh. We can't. This is awful. Uh, I don't. I don't know how I feel about this live stream thing. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Uh. Anyways. Anyways. So the next episode uh, I want to say was the um, was the heist episode. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah. That was an episode. Yeah, that was the one that was like, "This is an episode." Like, yeah, yeah. It didn't really move the plot forward. It was enjoyable. It got a little bit yeah. of characterization in there, but it wasn't like uh, you know, it wasn't he- you know, it wasn't a big thing for me. There were like little moments that I was like, "That's fine," and then there are other moments that I was, I don't know. It just like it's the one that I found the most forgettable. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, Except now I'm having trouble thinking what came up it, after it, that. I mean, the highest episode kind of like quite like obviously followed a formula and all that stuff, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's a space Western serial. I don't mind it like having episodes that are Monster of the Week and follow a formula. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, uh, after that, I think was the first one where they came, where they were going to go back and try to try to get the imp. Oh, I guess I should have said spoilers. They went to Tatooine first. Oh. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. There was a Tatooine episode, and it had um, what's her name, Ming Na Wen, I think, Mulan. But like, in what role? She was the bounty that they were going because they went on the speeder bikes. Oh, him and that other yeah. bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Uh, uh, maybe and Amy. Maybe that one's the more forgettable <laughs> one for me. Um, but yeah, I remember it now. I think those were probably those were definitely the two that were like. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like fillerish, but like also enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, and then I guess then they went back. You went back. Yeah. yeah. They went back. It was first the gathering um, everybody. They put, got everybody together. Um, they got the, uh, the quill, I think. Um, 
got IG eleven. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They got the whole team. Yeah. They got the whole team back together of just like all the people. Uh, and then there were all the fucking Mandalorians together. And then he got the he got the suit. He got to suit up. Yep. Uh, and it was cool. And then Gustavo Friend showed up. Oh, with a laser machine gun. Oh, that's who that. Oh, you didn't. Oh, oh I didn't yeah, make yeah, that yeah. connection. No. Oh. I've been watching. I just finished the last season of Better Call Saul. And he's good. I like that actor. Uh, he's really good. I, I did. And the, did you see the post credit scene? Um, of what? Of of Man- Mandalorian. I guess not. What? Wait, wait, wait. You watched Clone Wars, right? I did watch Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me just because it would be something that you would understand more than I. Okay, let me, let me take a look at that. Maybe I can just because it's it's that it's that guy. It's it's Gustavo Fringe. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's in. It's him. And that's an episode. That's in the um the going back episode, right? It's in the last episode. There's like a post credit scene of him. Um, uh, let me. Oh no, he he cuts it open, boring. right? Yeah, yeah. He cuts open the. Okay, so you did see that. You did yeah, see yeah, that. I saw the dark saber. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Okay. Okay. I. I cause okay. I, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never. <laughs> this is great content. If anybody's watching, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think anybody. Yeah. I'm I'm really worried about that. <laughs> so I don't. I'm like I, I guess that might be in Rebels or something, but it's I don't I don't see that in um I didn't see anything in that in the Clone Wars that that reference. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I saw somebody with the dark saber and it has something to do with Mandalorians in general, okay. but I don't know. Oh, I'm oh not no. a big star. I don't. I, know. I, okay. Actually, I'm starting to remember because I've been I was referen- I've been referencing like like my compa- I was comparing in my mind Mandalorians in the Mandalorian and then in Clone Wars the whole time. Cause I'm like, some of this is maybe inconsistent because I mean, it was a whole planet of people and they weren't all like masked, you know? So yeah, it was like, I, there, I think I remember something like that. I don't remember exactly, but, um, the, the, yeah, I, I would have to watch it again. I didn't make the, I obviously didn't make the connection when I saw it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know the, I know that there were people who had like some complaints about some of the connections to the clone wars. I think they had, I don't know. I haven't watched the clone wars far enough to know that I kind of stopped watching the clone wars. I just like, couldn't get into it. I I just think the representation of how, what Mandalorians are is, was different where like in, in the, in the Mandalorian, it's like, Oh, it's a, it's not a, it's not a people. It's a creed. Yeah, and they're all they all wear a mask all the time. You can't take it but off. But in Clone Wars, it's like a planet. It's a planet. And they're people. Yeah, and like a bunch of them yeah. are just like normal citizens, like they're normal civilians. And there's a there's a warrior subculture. But I think even then, they probably take off their masks. So I I don't remember, but like, I, I you know I don't remember it being a thing that they couldn't take off their masks. I I don't know. I haven't seen the Clone Wars enough to know, but I like how it's portrayed uh, in the TV show, yeah. in the, the the Disney Plus show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't it's know. It's fun. I mean, that's just my my two cents. It's, it's very it's very in, inside the tropes that it's trying to represent. You know, the the Western and the samurai thing, whole honor oh, yeah. and like the quiet, you know, stoic hero, all that thing. You know what's a little a little touch that I just love in that show is when they do the end credits. Yeah. 
and it's just like a painting of like little paint little paintings yeah, of scenes from the that, show I like that. and you've got like you've got that music going and it's just like because that really kind of ups the space western feel to yeah. it in my opinion and it like makes it feel like more like a serial and it's like extra cool because like star wars is a thing that came from george lucas's love of like serials and westerns and samurai movies um i don't know um so I don't know. I just think that's really cool. I like it. I like listen to the theme to the Mandalorian sometimes just cause I don't know. It's, it sounds cool. It's done by this guy. What's going on? No, no. I'm just like checking. Like I'm just doing some stream <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, it's done by this guy, Ludwig Goranson. Okay. Who did like, he he's done a bunch of soundtracks. He did like a black Panther might be what he's most known for. Uh, oh dude. Like, but... I, yeah, actually um, that makes sense. Cause he, um, I saw an, inter- I watched some stuff with him about how he, did that soundtrack or did some of the themes yeah. to it? And I'm like, he yeah. he's like he, he like actually invested authentically in getting like sounds from those cultures, which is really cool. Like the um the talking drum. I think I I heard something similar. I listened to the Song Exploder episode where he like kind of went through his process and like oh. yeah, and how he went and got some of those sounds from Africa like from African musicians. Oh, I gotta watch um, that shit, man. That sounds oh, awesome. it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, exactly. It's really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Or listen it's, to it's it. Like yeah. fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, there's some there's some um, videos online of him going through it too. So yeah, so I watched that. But yeah, I would... and I know he's like. He's like we're okay. Yeah, is all I was gonna say. Sorry, you were saying. Oh no, I think uh, the the video freaked out a little bit there, so I think I, I lost a little bit of it, but it's fine. Yeah, He's, he worked with Childish Gambino, and you said, and he he had a relationship with Ryan Coogler, I think, the whole time. So like, I mean, the, one of the videos was kind of being snarky about the fact that like a lot of film composers don't have that relationship with their with the source material and the and yeah. the like, director, so they don't they just like have to slap some shit together in like a month. Um, whereas Gorenson was actually, I mean, that's not untrue, right? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, like he, he does have that. I does have, I think a relationship with, uh, like a working relationship that kind of, kind of rules. Yeah. So he was actually able to go and, um, you know, source that those musicians go and experience kind of everything and, and yeah, put that together that way. Yeah. So that's very cool. Yeah. And he does, I don't know. He does cool stuff there with that mandalorian soundtrack that just makes it it sounds spacey it sounds westerny it sounds samurai yeah. all in one little little like cool bundle yeah the uh, have you been watching oh, oh just Sorry. one point on that no. real quick is like the the one touch i noticed that was like oh that's the samurai touch is like the um the, the ghost flute that yeah, yeah i don't know what it's called to do yeah, i love that ghost. I, that's what that's what I've heard people call yeah. it. So yeah, that just brings me back to yeah. Kurosawa, Ron, and like yeah, all that creepy music. But like, it yeah. is. I it, that show really did make me want to like check out some of that Lone Wolf and Cub stuff because mm-hmm. that's what like it it is like a little bit inspired mm-hmm. by. Uh, so that samurai who's like walking around with his his kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I just downloaded like one of the comics for it, but I want to watch the movies. Um, have you been watching at all? Have you checked out? Cause I feel like I like this TV show in a very similar way that I like the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, have you watched at all the Witcher on Netflix? No, I I'm that's on the list actually. Yeah. Because I know I've heard good things about that show and also about like, I mean the game to be honest too. So like, yeah, like why not? 
Yeah, I, I definitely need to play I, The Witcher 3 is the one I hear everyone talk yeah. about. I played Witcher 1 a little bit, but on my shitty gaming computer that doesn't work anymore. Um, it's cool. It's like if, I feel like it's very much the same kind of show as The Mandalorian, where it's just like, you know, kind of a lone wolf kind of figure, warrior guy. Um who's just kind of going on like episodic serialized adventures, just kicking ass. I don't know. It's great. I'm really, I really fucking love the Witcher. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I like the Witcher a little bit more than the Mandalorian. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, something yeah. I, I think we probably talked about the show before, but you ever watch burn notice? No. So, oh, I watched like an episode and it didn't really, I didn't really get into right. it. It's fair. I don't know. No, no worries. Yeah. It's, um, it's a, it's a show about it's the spy who, who gets burned. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I used to be a spy. So he, it's a monster of the week thing where it's like, he helps somebody different pretty much every week. Yeah. But there's like a serialized component in the background where he's like working on his burn notice. And, and then it like usually culminates at the season end or mid season where he'll like where a lot of that shit all those threats come together and he has to deal with something huge you know so i i mean i love it's it's a classic it's an easy thing that shows can do just like a little you know most episodes are monster of the week but you still have the like serialized thread going through like there's so many shows that are a little overly serialized these days that it almost gets annoying to watch i don't know because it's just so many there's so many of the shows and you have to like keep it in mind a little too much yeah i, I totally get that <laughs> yeah it's yeah yeah it's that's a good like commercial versus long-term balance when you can do that when you can do the, the both at the same time yeah yeah uh like I, I like i want some shows to be doing that i'm not gonna pretend that i don't like that's where you get some of the best shows but just you know if you're, every show you're watching is doing that, it can become a bit much. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I did. So those are the kind of the shows. And then uh, I yeah, we I talked. To, I said that I've been watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I finished the first season, and I was like, this is actually a pretty long season. Um, there, like the first. I think they do the twenty episodes of the first like, season. I think it, right? 18, twenty something like episodes. Eight, I thought it was eighteen, but yeah, it's in that range. It's like up there, and I'm like. I almost for a second thought this might be like a Star Trek link show, which is, you know, saying something. It's 62 episodes, four seasons. It's like 1813, I think something like that. Something like that. Cause like it got, yeah, it's 18, 13, 13, 18. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I know it's a show that like didn't a hundred percent do super great when it first was on air, but it got renewed cause it killed it once it made to Netflix. Okay. Um, though I just want to say I was watching it from the beginning, uh, cause I am a cool guy with good taste. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm just trying to like, remember what, uh, cause like, it's been a minute since I watched it. I definitely haven't watched the first season in a while. It's, it surprised uh, me how fast they moved. Cause I, I thought it was going to be like a friends will they or won't they for like the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, it would be a bad show if it did. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it really, yeah, they, there were so many things that were good. I mean, like, so there's parts that are very predictable, but it's also self-awarely mm -hmm. predictable where they're like, this is a rom-com and I'm going to talk about a rom-com inside the rom-com, which is, which is cool. Um, so it's, yeah. it's very self-aware about that. Um, about that part of its predictability but then it does like things like uh, like i said they just like spoilers they get together really early in the show like i'm like what or not not completely okay i'm like i, I watched the second the seasons first the second episodes or maybe just the first one and i'm like 
okay. So, like, they did get together, but not, like, totally, so. Um, yeah. But, but, they, but they... Ooh, it, it. What? <laughs> I've got I've I've seen so much farther ahead of you right now that it's just hard for me to talk about it almost. <laughs> so, but like I I love the little uh, things they do where like um again, this is all spoilers, but like when they um when they when they reveal that Greg's actually an alcoholic, I'm like, "Oh, they've been they've been dropping hints the whole way." It's like I I would not yeah. have guessed that. And like I was like when um when Paula was just like making the comments like no not sarcastic asshole Greg or like you know uh, alcoholic Greg and I'm like wait why did he call why did she call him an alcoholic like I didn't see that and then and then yeah. it gets to the episode where they do the reveal where he's at AA and I'm like and they show all the evidence I'm like oh wow they they went deep on that shit like they they that that's probably more what like alcoholics show up to a lot of people like one of my friends. That um, he's like at this point he's probably like three weeks sober, maybe a month sober. But like I, I never knew he was an alcoholic. Like, like I. Well, that's it, it's, why it's Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's anonymous. Like I would have reason. It would be reasonable for me to guess based on what he said. But whenever he showed up, like whenever we yeah. were just talking, where we were hanging out, it never occurred to me that he would that he was. You know, it was just like he's a normal guy and like he's drinking a little bit as part of this recording session. But he doesn't doesn't feel like it's out of control. He doesn't feel like he's getting crazy or anything. But then I hear the stories about him like elsewhere, and I'm like, oh wow, like that's that's another thing entirely, you know? Yeah, I mean, luck, you know, luckily I think he's he's got a pretty good handle on it now. But you know, like, yeah. yeah, it was just yeah, it's it's like that's how it occurs for a lot of people. It's like you don't see all the full thing of it until you piece it really piece it together. And you only see parts. Yeah, you know? people try to not make other people think that they're alcoholics. Normally, yeah. you know, they try to. Uh, I mean, that's why it's. Uh, I mean, it's anonymous. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I did not to think about the real world and shit that's going on, but like, this is probably a tough time uh, for anybody who's got like any sort of addiction issues. Yeah. Uh, I bet, just like. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing to do but drink for some people. Right. Um, or I don't know. Uh, I, yeah. I, I have seen things that like of just like uh, um, you, they're doing like AA meetings online. Yeah. They're like trying to figure out they, they're like video conference, like what we're doing right now, essentially. Yeah. Uh, this is AA. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Alcoholism. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, uh, I for, I, for, I forgot. I was like, there was something that yeah. I forgot. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching that show. I've been enjoying it. I, I really enjoy the characters. Like, and oh, they're great. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of all warm up on you. Uh, even though like some of them, like you know, the point of the show is that they're they're all kind of flawed. Yeah. And they kind of start exploring more and more of those flaws as the show goes on. And it's interesting because it's, it's very like human in that way. It sort of like gives you the full picture of, of who we are and who we can be. And the fact that like we try to be better and sometimes it's hard to try to be better. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's where the show starts to go towards. Yeah. And, and I see like, I mean, the main character, you know, Rebecca Bunch is like, 
he's she's an exaggerated version of being like externally driven but oh i just remembered by the way um she's but she's an exaggerated version of being externally driven where like one one day greg tells her that she's a terrible person and she goes off on trying to be a good person just to prove him wrong you know Mm -hmm. um what i remember is like i seen friends who are like extroverts who are like oh this is gonna suck for me and i'm like or like the extreme extrovert and i'm like i never thought about that you know like yeah that's a that's tough for them too you know yeah yeah i feel you yeah i don't know it's it's a good show and just uh, the way it portrays people and then it also has these really funny uh songs dude, they, that are you like tell, self-aware you can, it's like not an annoying musical dude, they can tell that you can tell they're having so much fun doing those it's like uh it's that's that's what i enjoy watching about the, about the, the music is they're just having so much fun with it um it's yeah it's great it's a fun show everyone should watch it if they're not watching it like i don't know what the fuck's wrong with you if you're not watching it Uh, if you're watching this live stream right now why are you watching this live stream go Go turn this live stream off uh watch crazy ex-girlfriend instead instead of instead of looking at two guys in their apartments just Just talking talking. to each other on facebook um apparently (laughs) the the only there's one criticism i have about the um about one of the music sequences which is the um, Paula Jazz Club sequence. That the only thing about that was that it was very obvious she was lip syncing because it was off. The, the lip syncing was like off by a lot at some point. And um, yeah, I have no memory of this, but yeah, it's really awful that she did that. <laughs> uh, uh, we should burn her at the stake. She's a witch because she lip synced i don't know no, where no, I'm going i mean no, no, i mean lip syncing is whatever i obviously it's fine but it was just no very... no sorry that's not what yeah. i was trying to say about that that's but, not what i was but trying it was to just say. in that in... i was just pretending i was on your side but a little too <laughs> heated no it was just in that particular song like it was definitely not actually synced that's all you know like yeah I, no yeah. it's yeah. but she was still having a lot of fun with this so i was like man i forgive this but it is noticeable to me you know yeah how yeah you know yeah i feel like that's like a forgivable kind of thing i don't know i've been caring less and less about plot holes and stuff like that recently been trying to not i don't know yeah Uh, so that's every plot has holes because like the thing is is that like people have holes whoa It's like not not everybody not everybody does things that make sense, you know, right? And yeah, because people have holes. Like, they're, they're... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little too caught up on the fact that you said people, people have holes. holes. That's really people funny. Have holes. <laughs> people have holes. People have holes. Uh, you remember? Uh... Uh, I think you you did watch this episode, the the playing Shakespeare episode, where that was about Shylock, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I you 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 yeah, sent yeah. that. So I, yeah, and, and it was uh, who who just Patrick know? It was Stewart the two guys and there. David Suchet. Patrick Stewart and then the David other Suchet guy. Or, I don't know how to pronounce it. S U C H E T. Yeah, who I weirdly liked more yeah. than Patrick Stewart yeah. in that particular. I think thing. he was. Yeah, yeah, I think he was better in that. You know, personally, um, but I remember just Patrick Stewart has holes. Yeah, uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, it, actually it wasn't that. It wasn't that episode that I'm thinking of. There's another episode where they talk about um, like the inconsistencies in the text of Shakespeare, and I think it was um, they're talking about Casca in uh, the the character of Casca in uh, Julius Caesar, 
who is kind of like the uptight, you know, very logical guy normally. And then in another scene, he just goes crazy and is like talk. It's like basically spouting he's like a hysterical conspiracy theorist in the next like three scenes later and some people are like oh this is evidence of shakespeare like fucking it up and like writing a plot hole and it's like well it could be but also like you no know, maybe the point is that if the character that's like supposed to be the um the straight person uh in that context is going hysterical maybe it's something to pay attention to right so yeah so there's yeah. that i mean you like things that could be plot holes might not be plot holes and then in general like people just don't act necessarily act consistently so it's not like that's you know terrible it's just that if 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 the story is kind of bad you know hard to define but if things kind of are bad in a story or not well executed then then you complain about that right it's like yeah it's 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 almost like plot hole like if you don't like something or if you already are like i have issues with this i'm not enjoying this like it's easier to point out the plot holes and to uh i'm trying to i'm trying to pull up this video of uh i've been watching some more film you youtubers yeah. recently uh just like the ones that like talk about film and there's this guy patrick willems who i watched this video he did re- uh a while back called shut up about plot holes oh yeah uh and it was it was good. He like kind of goes through this just sort of like thing of just like this is why every plot hole is bad. I'm just like trying to pull it up. To just yeah, like I remember. see it. Not every plot hole is bad, but just like why, uh, like plot like like criticizing something because it has plot holes. Like it's fiction. Uh, it it doesn't need to like. I don't know. It doesn't always need to make the same amount of sense. Or also, number one, the main thing that you just said is that people have holes. People have holes. People, people are flawed. Uh, people also people have multiple kinds of holes. Uh, <laughs> some some are physical, and some are uh, the kind that go and make plot holes yeah. uh, as as they are. Um, but yeah, um, and also you know it makes for a more interesting story sometimes. The fact that there are these, I don't know. Sometimes people are just like, why didn't they do this thing? If they did this thing, I I would have done it this way. And that's like you know that's you're that's why you're not the main character of the right. story yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why you're watching a movie yeah. i don't know uh did you see did you see uncut jazz oh, no i've been recommended to see that a lot actually but uh, i haven't yet it's 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 real good and uh the guy makes bad decisions throughout the whole <laughs> makes it a good movie yeah <laughs> uh and it's um i mean it's another thing it's like um whatchamacallit's fundamental attribution bias right it's you know social psych term where it's like whenever somebody it's like whenever somebody else does something you attribute it to their um you attribute it to their personality whereas whenever you make a decision or make a choice you attribute it to your your personality rather than the con uh, you attribute it to the context whereas usually the context like for most people the context dominates right it's like yeah it's like if you're in a hurry you're gonna do certain things and not do certain things and if you're not in a hurry it's like the same thing but like the way the way we view other people is like when they do something in a hurry um you don't say oh they did it because they were in a hurry that you said they did it because that's their personality so that's so Mm. it's like i think i think that part of the plot part of how plot holes work in character with characters is that right where it's like you think they should act according to their personality and you create so you create like the action that makes sense in that case but maybe in the in the context like the context should have ruled so like so there's that kind of like level of realism where which one do you take you know like 
if you're well, it's a little bit of both. It's, yeah. it's how their personality works in the context. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we, I took a playwriting class in yeah. college, and we did this like really cool exercise um, once where, where the teacher wrote up just on the blackboard. He just wrote the words characters and plot and he looked at us and he was like which one drives the story and so he then he he grabbed two people from the ground or two people from the class from the class i don't know why it's the ground <laughs> <laughs> and then he like put a chair out and he said okay i want you guys whichever one of you uh i want i want that chair to get outside that door uh and whichever one of you is the one who's holding it when it passes the door is the winner. And like the two people fought over it and they like kind of scrambled and everything. And then they eventually one of them got to the door and then he was like, okay, cool. And then he reset the chair and he grabbed two more people and he was like, okay, same scenario, but I want two other people to do it. And it was like, it was a, it was a struggle still, but it was like, you know, it was a different struggle. And that was the whole point is that, you know, under different circumstances, different personalities do different things. And that's why characters drive stories. Like you'll get the same plot, but like, it's interesting because of the people placed within the yeah, plot. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and I'm understanding yeah, also more like know. the, uh, you know, with more watching the film criticism and like film analysis stuff that's available on YouTube. It's like, I'm getting that more where we're like plot is about like a plot driven story is about like the goal. Right. But the story mm-hmm. is about the characters reaching that goal. And yeah, like you said, right? Different characters are going to approach it differently. And that's what makes it interesting. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know. The, the, the film the film YouTubers can be, can be cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I got into a weird rabbit hole of watching them. I watched the, the guy who did the plot holes one. He did like a 30 minute video on Robert Zemeckis. Do you know uh, that Robert sounds Zemeckis? Escape. I'm googling. He did. He did the Back to the Future okay. trilogy. Uh, he did Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He did uh, Cast Away, Forrest Gump, um, Flight, uh, Beowulf, Polar Express. Uh, like, like he has a really weird career that like changes every ten years. Uh, he, but the, so this guy did like a thirty minute video on him because he used to be like like in the same breath as Spielberg. And then he went off and he just experimented with all these weird technologies and he made a lot of bombs uh, and he's still making movies. Um, the last movie he made was welcome to Marwin, uh, with Steve Carell. Yeah. And he's just playing with little action figures. (laughs) And then at one point, I don't even know how to explain welcome to Marwin without like, like, like pull up a picture of Malcolm. Yeah, welcome Marwin. Yeah. He's just like, he's just like running around as an action figure and it gets weird. I don't know. I think I'm going to watch that. Some yeah, point. yeah. I see. I yeah, pull it up and this is like, yeah. But like back to the future trilogy, Forrest Gump, um, you know, who framed Roger rabbit cast away. He's made some, he's made some classics. Uh, you, you've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've seen his movies. I it never like it finally like congealed where it's like, oh, that's that's who he is. He's the guy that made these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made a lot of he's made a lot of movies that people have seen, but he's not necessarily like like we all know who Quentin Tarantino is. But I I, I don't know if Robert Zemeckis has like some name recognition, but not like you don't think of him as like, Oh, the next Robert Zemeckis right. movie, uh, necessarily. 
I don't know. I've been getting a little way too into certain directors recently and just like going through. Is that coming? Is that sound coming yeah, on the. A, there's a yeah, train pad. It's not big. Yeah. It's. Okay. Yeah. It's gone. I forgot to close the window yeah, before it I started. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's fine. Um, yeah. I just started going, or I didn't start. I'm halfway through. I'm going through M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan's movies right now. I've gotten to the part where they're bad. <laughs> Uh, just in time for the quarantine. Uh, yeah. I watched Lady in the Water okay. the other day. Do you I've know that seen, one? I haven't seen it, but I know of that. Yeah. Okay, don't watch it. <laughs> First of all, it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. It's like worse than I thought it would. I, what do you think it's about? A lady in a wa- in the water? Okay, yeah. yeah. But what do you think that that, that um, is about? She lives in a lake. Okay, no, it's it's not. Uh, it's about an apartment building. <laughs> it's about an apartment building, <laughs> and there's a woman who lives in the pool in the apartment wow. building, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 she is a. Let me see if I can get this right. I believe she is she's a snarf. Wait, she's a snarf. That's what you call the people who live in the water. The snarfs. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does this sound like a good no. movie? <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's Dude, not I, a good I, movie. And go you know ahead. what? You know what the next movies are I, I'm, coming I'm, up? I'm looking you know at it right now. The Happening, which I don't know. I've got The Happening next. Then The Last yeah. Airbender. Uh, the Last Airbender, which I tried to watch once. Uh, I got about 20 minutes in. I'm a big fan of the cartoon series. Um, the animated series. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of the best I've shows ever. Things about not it, yeah. just animated. Yeah. Uh, movie. Uh, real bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I'm going to force myself to watch the whole fucking thing. Uh, after that, you have After right. Earth, which I saw in theaters. And you have Will Smith and his son doing nepotism. And Will Smith just has the weirdest fucking accent through the whole movie. He's just like, like I can't even tell what he's doing. And I think the plot of the movie is Scientology. I, I remember that being the thing at the time. I don't know. But I like watched some other movies that I'd never seen by M night. Like some of his early movies are like really good. I don't know. People trash with the village, but I kind of like the uh-huh. village. The village is good. And signs. I like signs. Six sense. Six sense is like Six sense is great. unbreakable. Um, I, I, I personally great. had problems with signs because it's like if aliens are going to invade earth and they're like vulnerable to water. I'm just look. That's a plot hole thing. That's uh, a plot hole thing. That's not what it's about. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just man. I, I get that, but it's like man, those that 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 is the type of plot hole that actually bothers me enough because it's like yeah, no, I, I get it. I get why people are. It's like the, the planet is like 90 percent water. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I still like it though. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> uh. Uh, but yeah, that is that is weird. I just try and like not think about that when I watch it. I don't know. That's the best, but it's true. <laughs> that is kind of fucked up. I have no defense for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Six Sense, Six Sense is great. It's yeah, perfect. I remember seeing that. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Unbreakable is good. It's a little sad, but it's like like Unbreakable is just like ugh, oh, all the time we're melancholy, but otherwise like it's good. Unbreakable. He's made some good about ones. The guy who survives like some crazy accident or like a plane crash or something, right? He is unbreakable. Okay, yeah. He's in a train accident, and there are no survivors except for him. Uh, 
and then he's uh, he's trying to become a superhero yeah. kind of thing. It's kind of a superhero movie. Uh, there were some secret sequels recently. Split and Glass. Yeah. It's kind of a spoiler that Split is a sequel, but I think the marketing for Glass spoils okay. that. So. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I no. wasn't really. Yeah, I haven't I wasn't been super either. planning on watching any of those either. So. I didn't really think so. I don't know. I wasn't until I decided to go on this trek through this guy's filmography, and now I'm going to. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I, I, I create weird. No, I mean, I, I, I understand why you do the filmography dives, because it's like it, you want to get an idea of a filmmaker's style, and that's what you're into. Yeah. And that's how you do it. You know, it's you could, you see the patterns, the recurring themes. I'm seeing the patterns. I'm seeing the signs. There's also a podcast that I really like that goes through the filmographies, which is kind of what forces yeah. me to do it. But I, I don't know. You could probably listen to the podcast without watching the movies, but blank check. If anybody is listening, I haven't really updated, but yeah, that's a good podcast blank about check. movies and filmographies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's good. It's about directors who get blank checks in their careers to like make whatever they want, and so that they can get their full visual. And sometimes those checks clear, and sometimes those checks bounce, bounce baby. Bounce. Yep. Yeah. Um, about, about an hour. Is there uh, anything else you want to? Yeah. Uh, pot about? Uh, I don't know. I think an hour is probably about good for this yeah. thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything that like? I don't know. Uh, I don't think anyone's listening. I was gonna say if like somebody's listening, we could at least like start plugging like I don't know ways that you can help out people right now. Um, I'm just looking at the thing to see if let's see zero engagements. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna plug any ways to help people. I don't know. Uh, the the CIC theater. I know. Like put out a donate yeah. page. So I might donate some money uh, to that. I think Annoyance did too. I don't know. Io probably did. I know Second City did, but it was already met like like very quickly within. That's yeah, unsurprising. I think I think like the places you got to support right now are really the small yeah. theaters. Um, uh, like yeah, there's yeah. Uh, the bar I hang out at. Moe's has got a page too. I donated and, and shared Moe's Tavern, um, where a lot of musicians hang out. So yeah, got it. Yeah, no, it's a tough time for the small businesses yeah. out there. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, do, do we want to end the live stream? Yeah, let's or end whatever? the live stream. So uh, we can stay on just for a bit to wrap up and, and chat. But yeah, so from Eco and Zach, we are saying yeah. goodbye. All right. Peace out. Uh, bye. Uh,